Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Better than ever, a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V 50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, folks, this is Jeremy Evans. I am your host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast via the Believe Podcast Network. Today is Monday, December 13th, 2021. This is episode 50 of season three. We only have two weeks left of the 2021 year. Uh, wishing you all happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a happy new year. And um, always appreciate you listening in. So today we have a very special episode. We're going to be talking about uh, the use of media, news media in general, uh, and sort of namely a topic of uh, news media influencing and uh, how brands and companies use the media to tell a story. Um, many times this is done through advertising, uh, but I think more importantly, sort of what does a brand mean and uh, how do brands back up their brands? And I think the sort of overarching thing here is content. Content is everything behind a brand. You can have a good brand name. You can have um, a catchy name and all that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have any content behind it, you don't have any backbone to it and good content, uh, you're probably not going to have a very strong brand. And we'll give some examples as to sort of how this is done and, and what companies are, are currently doing in the entertainment media sports space. But so... It's a, it's a very interesting topic, and I think that as sort of like a first rule in newsmaking, and I think the idea is that you, know, you generally want to try to control or influence the news, right, about your brand. And you do that through producing content. You do that through being direct to consumer and not having to sort of play the telephone game when it comes to promoting a product or telling your story about your brand, whether that be a law firm or whether that be um, a news media station or whether that be a product, you know, a shoe, apparel, uh, a t-shirt, um, anything, you know, anything in commerce. And I think ultimately, you know, you have your brand, but then you have the content behind the brand, the foundation behind the brand. But I think as sort of a number one rule in newsmaking, you know, sort of first rule, idea of sort of controlling or influencing the news and not in a sort of uh, negative way. At the end of the day, you want to tell your story, right? You want people to know about you. 
You want people to know about your brand. And so, uh, however, I think that getting the attention of the news, getting the attention of people uh, is found foundationally about telling the truth. And I think that if you tell the truth, uh, you won't really have to have any interference. Um, you, know, you tell the truth, you tell the story, and the story will kind of tell itself. Uh, it's the old sort of line about the truth will set you free. Uh, I think that's true in, in branding and in marketing. If you tell the truth and there's nothing to hide uh, and, you, and you put it out there, I think ultimately people will begin to uh, gain trust uh, in your product and in you and in your brand. Uh, and that will obviously lead to more sales and uh, more influence. But again, I think news media influencing is really all about this idea of number one, um, sort of this idea of controlling or influencing the news. You obviously want to make news, right? And then the second piece is just tell the truth. Now, of course, a name in branding is important, right? Uh, but I think more important is the content behind it. In other words, uh, a brand is only as strong as the content behind it. So the awesome authenticity of a brand, the trust of a product, uh, and the longevity of both. You know, often Hall of Famers in sports will tell you that uh, the idea of greatness is not in one moment or in one week or one month or one season or even in a couple seasons, greatness is uh, over a lifetime and it's consistency. And I think consistency is the key here. And that's where you create authenticity and trust and longevity. So uh, in other words, uh, the existence of good content and the distribution of it is of the utmost importance. And uh, you know, often um, one of my favorite books is by Tim Ferriss, Tools of Titans given to me by a dear colleague of mine. And um, one of the quotes in the book is this idea of, you know, basically create good content and focus on the money and attention later. And there's some truth to that because at the end of the day, if you're creating good content, uh, you will get some traction uh, in the media about it. People will talk about it. People want to be a part of it, that sort of thing. But again, uh, the first rule in newsmaking is to try to control it or influence it. And again, not in a bad way. You just want to be able to tell your story, tell the truth in your story. And then sort of a third piece to that is, is possibly the most important, um, you know, probably right below truth is this idea of uh, creating the content and creating good content. Now, of course, um, this has not stopped brands and companies from attempting to control or influence the news media cycle in a bad way. Uh, that has clearly been done in the past and, and will probably be done in the future. I think we can be certain of that. But uh, one way to control the story is by having a marketing team or people to help spread the message. And this is where you might have somebody who's like a chief marketing officer, or chief information officer, somebody who's out there sort of promoting uh, the organization, speaking with the media, that sort of thing. Even the president of the United States has a you know, press secretary, right? Now, however, um, this idea of sort of the way news is distributed has changed, right? It used to be um, that it was just done through traditional broadcast and print news. But of course, now it's done through social media platforms and websites. And of course, websites have been around, you know, for uh, well over, uh, you know, 20, 30 years now. But uh, social media platforms is something that's, you know, maybe within the last uh, uh, decade at the most. Um, 
in terms of like uh, wide usage. Now, Facebook's been around, I think, since 2004, 2005. But um, that sort of uh, advent of TikTok and Twitter and Instagram, these are all sort of newer um, platforms. And of course, any business that is any business is going to have uh, the uh, presence on those platforms. And so I think we're going to, what we can do next is we can kind of look at some examples of this and what some companies are doing. And we'll specifically look at Netflix. And then we'll also look at major league baseball and what some of the sports properties are doing with regard to news media influencing and getting their message out there. But before we do that, take a quick commercial break to talk about one of our show sponsors, Lightbox. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds but are just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift that they never want to take off, price they don't have to. They really do make an outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Well, that was our sponsor, uh, Lightbox. Appreciate our sponsors. Uh, Lightbox and Bet Online. So we're talking about this idea of news media influencing. What does it mean? And we talked about this idea of the number one rule in newsmaking is trying to control it or influence it, but not in a bad way. It's just the idea of you wanting to tell your story. The sort of second idea is tell the truth. These aren't in any particular order. Obviously, truth is number one, but you have to tell the story. You have to speak about it. You have to write about it. To put it out there. And uh, so truth is this a very important aspect. And then the second thing is you have to create content. Uh, you have to have good content. Uh, this idea of sort of uh, the Tim Ferriss sort of tools of Titans rule of you create good content. The people will come, the people and the money will come, but you have to create good content. You have to distribute it. Uh, the, you know, that's the, the quote by Jonathan Perelman of, uh, content is king, but distribution is queen, and she wears the pants, right? Uh, this is true in, in any brand, in any company, no matter what it is. And then before we took our commercial break, we were talking about, and we had introduced this idea of uh, discussing Netflix and Major League Baseball as examples of what's sort of currently going on and this idea of news media influencing. So case in point, let's, let's look at Netflix. It was uh, released last week that Netflix, uh, on a Hollywood Reporter article, talking about uh, Tudum, T-U-D-U-M, which is obviously the sound that you hear if you have a Netflix account and you're a subscriber. And as you launch the platform, you get that Tudum before you, know, you get into uh, you know, viewing the content with the big N on the screen for Netflix, right? Well, they've launched this new website, Tudum, which is uh, aptly named for the sound that the platform makes when it's launched by users. Uh, Tadam will host stories and information about original content Netflix is developing or has released on the platform. Uh, Tadam will give Netflix direct access to consumers uh, in the news media about its product um, that frankly doesn't currently exist as a standalone website. There has been a couple other websites um, and the article talks about that, but 
I think um, in terms of like a direct front-facing website, for the most part, Netflix users would have to go to the platform or they would hear about it on social media. And um, obviously that's not really the greatest way to market content. I mean, it's important, but you do need a place where the news media and where consumers can go to learn about content and to not be, uh, you know, hear it from somebody else and play the whole telephone game as we talked about earlier. So, you know, now Netflix subscribers with this new Tudum website, and I think it's netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. When they go to Netflix, they have direct sort of behind the scenes look, uh, updated information, updated information about the Los Gatos uh, Hollywood-based company um, directly from the source. And so uh, I think that's important for Netflix, and it's something that I am sure other websites have already or other companies and brands have already done. And if not, they will do them. But this is definitely a new scenario that you have not seen much in the entertainment space. Again, normally you have your platform. That's what you talk about your content in terms of you just distributing it, you're displaying it. Uh, But now there's sort of, I can see this being, um, this might be a first mover thing for Netflix. I can see other uh, companies doing this. And of course, it provides a great opportunity to do the behind the scenes stuff. You can do interviews. You can do, um, if anything, this Netflix platform to dumb could really be uh, an opportunity for almost like a mini Hollywood reporter uh, in some way uh, where you can actually talk about content and uh, reporters can quote from it and pull from it. So that's just one example. Now in sports, Obviously, we have this huge issue with Major League Baseball right now with the collective bargaining agreement. But beyond baseball, NFL media properties, um, you know, NBA uh, uh, media properties, uh, MLB advanced media, all these LLCs and companies that have been formed are all with the idea of distributing content directly to consumers and being able to have websites like MLB.com uh, and the Tadam website we talked about with Netflix to be direct to consumer, have people go directly to it, find the information they want and not have to go through somebody else or some third party. You get to control the narrative, control the story. And frankly, you get to just tell the truth of your story. So it's coming directly uh, from you and from your brand. So of course, is Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Union, um, MLBPA, continue negotiations over uh, their next collective bargaining agreement or CBA uh, which is all, which basically is what all uh, team sports do. Uh, generally, the CBA for Major League Baseball lasts about five years. Uh, other sports fluctuate on that. Um, the NFL fluctuates in terms of how long, usually like seven years, I think. But the last deal with Major League Baseball was 2017, 2021. And of course, uh, there's been 20 plus years of you know labor peace in this regard, and there's been no stoppage in work. Uh, of course, that is now changing uh, because we do have this lockout. Now, whether how long this lockout goes for or not, I'm sure there's some contentious issues, but my guess would be that um, it would be a situation where we would have, um, we, we're, we're, I think we're going to have a 2022 Major League Baseball season. I think it's just going to take a little bit of time to get this deal done. I think there's too much at stake, too much at risk um, to not have a season. And uh, I think both sides would would um, would lose pretty big, and especially with the growth of um, soccer, the growth of basketball, and then uh, the sort of ultimate popularity of football, 
um, baseball would be in a hard spot not to get a deal done. Now, the reason we bring up baseball and why it sort of compares this sort of news media influencing is there was a story that came out uh, by Major League Baseball talking about, and of course, people have talked about it and analyzed it. Uh, Major League Baseball had removed from their MLB.com websites, which is the landing page for all of the teams. And then you might have MLB.com slash Orioles or Dodgers or whatever the team is. And uh, they'd removed all the player content from it. So no stories about players, no sp- stories about current deals or deals that were done prior to the expiration and the start of the lockout, uh, expiration of the CBA. And so now, of course, the reason for this is, is really none other than the legal issue. Uh, it, once the CBA expired, the licensing expired. So you can no longer promote the name, image, and likeness of the players if you don't have a CBA in place because the, the licensing is done through that. It's one of the aspects of the CBA and how licenses are controlled and what can be promoted and how things can be promoted. And so promotional content has to be guided by the CBA. And so once the CBA expired, parties cannot and really should not be promoting stories. Um, This is also why there was a flurry of free agent deals made prior to the expiration of the uh, 2017-2021 CBA. So uh, that's where we're at. Um, and, but of course, it brings up this idea of, well, if Major League Baseball is not distributing content, um, you know, sort of where does that lead us, right? But I think number one, the point takeaway is this idea that um, all of these properties, MOB Advanced Media, the direct-to-consumer, the streaming, the websites, this is all about telling a story. It's all about having the content you want. Um, sort of to be talked about. Of course, again, the trend in entertainment, media, and sports is all about direct-to-consumer. Uh, and this is done through streaming platforms, subscribers, social media, and websites like Tadum with Netflix and um, MLB.com, uh, which is really the gateway for all direct news about the brands and the companies. Uh, of course, uh, the news media and consumers and the analysis of the news uh, is really at the heart of uh, the freedom of expression um, so no amount of massaging or directing will stop the news from running its due course. Uh, frankly, for better and worse, or for better or worse, um, time is the anti- antidote to, uh, to news. So it's usually with time passage that a news story becomes less uh, important. Um, the old sort of saying about uh, history has a, a tendency to sort of repeat itself, right? We often have a, uh, this tendency to forget what's happened. Um, but obviously having this direct to consumer sort of platform helps with that, right? It's not that we have too little information. And many times these days with the internet, social media, we have too much information and the problem or the sort of challenge becomes what information do we want to consume? So as we mentioned, without there being sort of MLB player content on these MLB websites, the, the properties are going to suffer because there's going to be less content on the websites for people to talk about baseball. Uh, Without news being made, uh, content will eventually run dry. And that's frankly the fear and the result of a lockout. Interest will wane as time goes on because the the news and the interest will literally just be about the CBA and it'll become about the delay, the personalities, the reasoning, and the money. It happens every time. Uh, Viewership will also go down and become non-existent, right? Because there's no content other than the CBA um, people might watch that and be interested in that, but it's not going to be to the level of 
if there's games or deals being done or what have you and getting some excitement for the season when the season itself is in question. So again, both sides and negotiations suffer, uh, including the fans. I think um, in any negotiation, right, we have to sort of look at this idea of um, CBA negotiations are tough. They're always going to be contentious. I think the parties from a negotiation standpoint should focus on the different interests or should not focus on different interests. They just focus on the goal. Uh, everybody has interest in negotiation. That's fine. You promote those interests. You talk about them. At the end of the day, remember the goal. The goal is a successful product on the field. It's content. It's distribution of good content. And the longer that Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Union don't have content being produced, the longer they over-suffer. So, and they already have these platforms that go direct to consumer. They'll probably continue to push those um, once the new CBA is, is, uh, is finished. So again, I think if the parties can meet around this idea of goals um, and you know collective goals and common goals uh, while considering interest, I think there's going to be a compromise um, and therefore some new content to watch and read. Now, of course, again, the, the truth is, is social media and internet open up possibilities to share information. So um, it also could be true that MLBPA, the Players Association, could post its own content. Obviously, they wouldn't be able to use the team logos, uh, but I think people would be able to make the connection. So MLBPA could clearly just post their own content and say such and such player brokered some deal or what have you. But there might be restrictions to that as well without a CBA being in place. And um, maybe somewhat awkward, I think, if you don't have the team logos in there. But there has been um, uh, like trading card companies and NFT companies that have done this where they don't have the licensing from um, the teams, but they have licensing from the players association. So the players are on the trading cards, but uh, their team logos and sort of uh, colors and recognizable uh, aspects are not on there. But I, I think that at the very least, the goal should be able to provide a place where information can be received directly from the source. This is why it's so important to have good content, tell the truth and uh, be active in telling your story. And, and, and in a good way, controlling the narrative, right? Uh, problems in communication occur when the telephone game is played. Tell the story. We talked about that multiple times in today's show. There's a great quote um, that we'll close with today, and it's uh, by, uh, by Phineas Barnum of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, who once quipped, all publicity is good publicity if it's intelligent. Uh, Oscar Wilde later followed it up with uh, the only Thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. Wise words, right? And I think uh, this is the Netflix is taking a page out of that and they want to put publicity out there. They want to put news out there. They want to put content out there. They want to be able to tell their story. Uh, Major League Baseball is going to have a tough time with this. I think uh, the players union, I think everybody suffers uh, when there's no content uh, being created uh, other than the content of a dispute. So as always, folks, uh, appreciate you listening in. That's been uh, this has been episode fifty of season three. I'm your host, Jeremy Evans of the Believe Podcast Network. This is the Believe in Sports Law Podcast. Thank you for making the Believe in Sports Law Podcast the number one sports law podcast in the world. This show has been brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, wishing you happy holidays and look forward to being back with you very soon. Thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.